Hello and welcome to Punt Counter Punt, the pretend debate show for real magic cards. Once again, we are here to pit two titans of getting the last word in against each other in search of something resembling objective truth. And what we know is true is that bigger creatures are better. But which huge, rude, flying fruit with attitude is objectively the best? Is it Shivan Dragon or Sarah Angel? Acroma or Rorix? Vampiric Dragon or Iridescent Angel? Trick questions! First, it's likely that the best we can prove is a model-dependent reality and not a truly objective one. And second, for the purposes of this bit, we're debating Imperial Archangel versus Hellkite Overlord. Look, angels have done a lot of things for magic, but up until Shards of Lara, they hadn't also been veteran bodyguards with Shroud. This 5-8 is going to protect you from all kinds of problematic incoming goblins, and even most dragons. Plus, it's a great reanimator target, since sometimes reanimator targets can get bounced by blue spells. But not this one. Oh no. Like I said before, Shroud. My dragon is so big, you can't even comprehend how big it is. And... It regenerates. Try to kill it. I dare you. I double dare you. Try to kill my dragon, because if my dragon ain't killing you, it's killing your angel. Okay, sure. Maybe your dragon wins the match test, but my angel doesn't die to Doomblade. Well, my dragon doesn't die to Doomblade either. Twice. Boom. Well, even if my angel does die, I can just reanimate it. You don't have to reanimate something if it doesn't die in the first place, Nelson. And you know what? They used to reanimate dragons in this country. No. They used to reanimate dragons and angels in this multiverse. Used to be people like my grandmother, my grandfather, my other grandmother were up as early as turn to hands in the graveyard digging for spirit of the night. They wouldn't always find it, but they'd always be there. You know why? Because eight toughness used to mean something to these people. You would see a creature with trample and haste and go, oh, that's good enough. And now dealing lethal damage out of nowhere is the norm. Nowadays, we cheat out Eldrazi, but really, we're only cheating ourselves. I couldn't have said it better myself. Trample, haste, beautiful abilities. I'm also actually quite partial to Annihilator. That's why I like to just play Urza's Tower, Urza's Mine, Urza's Power Plant, maybe some other ramp, and get out a giant Ulamog. That'll destroy your dragon, no problem. Nelson, I knew you were underhanded, but not that underhanded. Indestructible? <laughs> picking Ulamog as your target is indefensible. Kozilek is the obvious choice if we're going to pick an Eldrazi here. I mean, come on. Well, what if they have enough blockers to trade in combat? What do they have enough blockers to trade in combat? That's the sound of someone that doesn't have a 12-12. My Eldrazi is so big. You can't even comprehend how big it is. Also, Tron lands? Jeez, owning a power plant, a mine, and a tower? I can't think of a more petit bourgeoisie way of cheating out of Lamog. I mean, it's barely cheating. Now, Gorio's Vengeance, or Through the Breach? Oh, this is Magic the Gathering, not a class war. Your zone shame shenanigans, they're too much for me. It requires too high level of a magical university education. We didn't all get to go to the best schools in Teleria or travel across the multiverse in search of the highest level wizard to tutor us. You're one to talk. Having 12 Tron lands is a very privileged position. Very petit borborigmoisie there, Nelson. 
hey, look, I'm salt of the earth, you know, tapping my Urzatron lands in kindergarten, grinding them into the pavement and recess like every other kid in elementary school. I just want to cast big monsters and win big. Well, if you're going to go through all that trouble, why not just cast Emrakul? Oh my gosh, what a great idea! Yes, I only need one more Urza's Tower, and then I can cast Emrakul. What are you going to do about that, Wheeler? Well, I'm going to untap, upkeep, draw, uh, miss trigger. No! Play a Dax duplicate here. I'll copy your Emrakul, attack, and uh, kill you with my hasty Emrakul. Uh-uh-uh! I'm going to cast Body Double on myself. What are you going to do about that, Wheeler? Yeah, huh, Wheeler? Well, if we're in the realm of cheating, I'm going to cast a Dax duplicate copying myself in response. Hello, yes, I am also Wheeler. Ah, uh, 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 I've got one more card left in my hand, and it's another copy of Body Double. Welcome to the team, Nelson number three. Is it all right if I'm referred to as Nelson the third? Oh, God. What did he keep? Your move, Wheeler. Well, Nelson, you're not the only one that kept a bad hand, because I have a third Dax duplicate copying myself yet again. Hello, yes, I am- wait, actually, did you already say that? Yeah, I already said that. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm also here. Three against three, that's a stalemate. Huh. And I'm all out of cards. I wish we could draft. Hey, wait, Kathleen's here, too. We only need one more. Kathleen, do you have any cloning effects? Oh, I'm not in this debate, and therefore I'm not a legal target. Well, then let's just clone the entire show until we get a Kathleen that wants to draft. Here, I got this clone legion I always keep in my wallet. Wheeler, cloning the show didn't clone me. It cloned everyone. Now there's 14 of us. Right. Now we have eight drafters, but also six waiting in queue for two more. We have to keep doubling until we reach a number of clones divisible by eight. Giddy up, lowest common multiple. Let's go. Oh, we've crashed After Effects. Uh, so now we're just voices in a void? But if our bodies are gone, are we even voices? How would we speak? Well, even without a mouth to speak these thoughts, they're still occurring to us. So that means at the bare minimum, we exist as beings that can think. That's clear, isn't it? Completely. I must think, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be having this thought. Then are we dead? How do we get our bodies back? Oh, so you believe in the soul. I think it should be too hard, actually. We've already proven that we exist as things that think, so now we just need to prove reality exists. Oh yeah, finally, Philosophy 201 is paying out. Uh, I have a hard out at 2.30 to pick my kids up from school, so I would like there to still be a school to pick them up from, and a concept of time, so I'm not late. Noted, I will move this along. First up, we can think, check. But where do our ideas come from? Within us? Surely. From our imaginations? Yep. From our senses and perceptions. Oh, but how do we know what we are perceiving is real? I mean, maybe this very void is the true nature of the universe and has been all along. I mean, what if we're being deceived? Uh, yes, that could be, but we can prove at least some things are clearly and distinctly true. A triangle, or should I say the mathematical concept of a shape with three sides exists, even if it never takes physical form. So... We can prove that we exist, and triangles exist, at the minimum. Are you saying that because we can theoretically prove that a shape has three sides, it means that three-sided shapes exist? Forgive me, but isn't that a bit... <laughs> circular? Hey fam, sorry to cut in here, but we seem to be having trouble proving reality exists. So, so what if we just imagine reality exists? 
You said we could imagine things. But wouldn't that mean anything we imagined could be real? Yeah, our imaginations are limited. Speak for yourself, mine's been poisoned by the internet. Well, sure, but could you imagine a shape with 1,000 sides? Is it lewd? I can prove one exists mathematically, but I don't think I could imagine it. Could you prove that mathematically? And if things we can't imagine can be proven to exist, it means that some ideas must come from outside us and that they are transmitted to us by way of our senses. The senses exist! But our senses are fallible. How do we explain that sometimes we perceive something that isn't real? Like a dream or an extremely psychedelic sequence in the middle of what is supposed to be a skit about magic cards. Fair point, but I think it's safe to say that we perceive sensations that come from outside us, even if our judgment of those sensations isn't always clear. Okay, good news. We've proven that we exist, and we have some fallible bodies, and our minds are connected to them? Oh, I don't think we've proven that last part at all. If I had a wrist and a watch, I'd be tapping them impatiently right now. Sorry, Nelson. We've kind of backed ourselves into the classic Cartesian dualism corner. Well, how did Descartes get out of it? Uh, he ultimately just kind of... Uh, the whole thing. Yeah, essentially he concludes that the universe exists and we are in it because that was the way it was designed. Hey, I'm fine with cosmic narrative convenience. As the essence of reality? At least it's meaningful. Okay, that's good enough for me. So I think we've got this nailed down. No, wait. Something doesn't seem right. <sighs> well, audience, the screaming means it's time for our last debate. Rurik versus Thar. Oh, not again. Why did it have to be Descartes? Why not Camus? How are we going to get through this? We've got to do it with kindness and collaboration, right? Uh, no, with friendship and teamwork. No, Wheeler. We've got to think of each other, and we've got to work together. No, Nelson. It has to be with friendship and teamwork. <sighs> you don't understand. This is just like the time you thought that Rurik was the best because he was a legendary ogre. No, he's the best because he's a legendary warrior. And here you go again saying Thar's the best as a legendary warrior. No, it's Rurik as a legendary ogre. No, it's Thar as a legendary warrior. He's the best leader for my red-green warrior commander deck. Legendary ogre, Nelson. Legendary warrior. Next thing you're going to tell me is you think vigilance is more important than reach. Vigilance is the most important ability. Oh you can attack and block. God, here we go again. Reach lets you stop the birds, Nelson. Did you think for once about the birds? You need to be able to attack and then also block. Vigilance lets you attack while still blocking. You must have hit your head coming out of the wormhole, well, bud, the because I means sure it's time, time to end the show. But remember, the quest for an objective truth or even a subjective definition of what the best magic card is, is at best a folly to be attempted by no man, nor ogre, nor warrior. This has been Punt Counter Punt. you could damage people on their turn, why attack when you could just smack them for six because they cast a spell? This is worse than when I was eaten by a crocodile. No, you were eaten by an alligator. It was I'm an alligator. It was a crocodile. No, it was definitely a crocodile. Uh, Do you no. know how to tell a crocodile and an alligator apart? Oh my it's god! It's the snout. Why is it's the this part again? right in front of the part that eats you. I saw it with my no. eyes. Crocodile? Yes. Crocodile? No. It was an alligator. I would Don't know you dare what even me. suggest it was a gharial.